But today is, it's Tashaya Thursday, like dead ass. Oh, and it just happens to be New Year's Eve too. I hope all of you have been doing your manifestations for the next year and cleaning house because shit, I'm not looking toward a lot of things, okay? I have PTSD from 2020. I don't know what 21 about to bring in, but I'm just saging my house. I'm doing everything I can because I don't want no negativity, okay? I'm not looking towards that lose quarantine weight bullshit they're gonna pull during new year's like we are in a whole ass panini press everyone has grown shrunk changed in some type of capacity and we as individuals have been through a lot and at a certain point you just gotta love your damn body love yourself because it's the only self you got and if you've gained some weight during the quarantine that's great it's going to help you during the winter. I know from experience, honestly, dead ass. But I called this episode Sorry for the Wait because I was a little late in posting. But actually, I got tired of apologizing. Why am I apologizing for being myself? It's a question I had to really ask myself over time. Like, I would always say it, but I never got an answer. But, you know, every day I'm getting better. And y'all just keep asking me, oh my God, Tashaya, you lost so much weight. You look so good. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Well, I practice the WWE. I smoke a lot of weed, drink a lot of water, and I exercise daily. Like when I first started my little journey in September, I was 275 and fine, right? Today, I'm 164 and I don't know what to do. You know, I'm five pants sizes down. And as far as goals, I, I didn't have a goal, I, really a big goal. I just wanted to get 50 pounds lighter. I just wanted to be healthy, you know? And for me, it became like this blind determination type of shit. Like I was just so focused on some other shit. Like when you like to do something, I really like to go to the gym. And it didn't matter how long I did it for. It just, it was cool for me. And also life circumstances changed for me as well. Like I can't eat like I used to. One thing is when you get smaller, you have a smaller stomach. And so I'll get full fast. Like I'll get full. There's this one fruit called a pumelo. I fucking love pumelos. Okay. They're sweet and grapefruit. I get them from Trader Joe's and Autumn Stoves all the time, but literally it's just so big. And I can eat one of those, a bag of chips, and be full as a tick. I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's something in that motherfucker that apparently, it, I think it helps with belly fat. I don't know. Some shit I didn't learned over time. Anyways, but another life change that happened. Like I actually can make time out of my day to work out. Okay. I'm not in classes anymore. And since I'm out of school, I'm out of stressful ass situations. Like that's one thing I had to realize. Like I, when I'm in a high stress situation, I hold weight more. So it's like the less stress on me, the less weight on me. I don't know what's some weird shit, but moving back home for me, it also meant like more home cooked meals and like everybody else's quarantine, I got an air fryer. So that's that. So with new look, same Shia, it's the really grown shit about you coming to terms with your adult body. You know, I know I look different. I feel a little bit different, but I also feel the same, you know? Like, growing up, 
I mean, I always was a big girl and I always loved being a big girl, you know? And I watched a bunch of television that just influenced that idea in front of me. Like I watched the Parkers, I watched That's So Raven. There was always a character on my television that looked just like me, size and all, right? And most of these characters were gangsters too. Like they knew how to fight back and all that shit. And, and I remember in the second grade, there was some white kids who used to make fun of me and chase me around the school and shit cause I was a big girl, right? And we had a black principal. The sister saw the situation and she said to Shia, you cannot use your temper. Stay your ass in them books. So, one day, one of them bitches stole my lunch pail, and I threw a book at her ass, okay? I threw the Harry Potter book. I think it was a Sorcerer's Stone. I just threw the heaviest book I saw, all right? Spent a week in detention, solved the whole problem. Ain't nobody fuck with my black ass from then point on. But as I got older, my problem was my style, Growing up in a pre-Fashion Nova era in South Central, all I had was the Fox Hills Mall and Swap Meet. And if you couldn't fit shit there, you shopping with your auntie at Macy's and Ashley Stewart and all them motherfucking places, right? So I was 14 dressing like I'm 41 with two kids. Because that's all I could fit. It just damn, it wasn't working for me, right? So then, when I got to college and fast fashion takes off and every Forever 21 gets a plus line... Fashion over get a plus line, but I can't dress for shit. Wacky Tacky was my favorite spirit day, and and a bitch wore uniforms all her life, so all I knew was sweatsuits and outside clothes, okay? And college is like church, come as you are. All that other shit for me, just weekend clothes, you know? And going to college for me was the first time actually low-key dressing myself. Like, I hate to admit it, but it's true. Like, it's so fucking annoyed how I would change my outfit three times before going anywhere. And at the end of it, I'm walking outside with an oversized hoodie and some leggings. But, you know, with fast fashion, everything's trial and error. You know, you're buying clothes too big or too small, or the manufacturers are lying about the sizes and shit. Or the fabric is see-through and everybody just see everything. Over time, I just said, fuck it, like... You see other people doing the same, and I wasn't a follower. People was following me, so it's just, okay, I'm not the only one here. But if my outfit was trash, my hair wasn't. See, I have the blessing of my mother being a hairstylist, so every picture day, I was ready. And I'll do do an episode about my hair story later, but I was only active on social media when I got my hair done, okay? Every other day, I'm lurking and searching like everybody else. Then in college, I cut my hair, and it was great to just get up and go, but then that shit started growing out, and I was like, what the fuck I do? I was like, fuck Instagram. I'm going to make a YouTube channel and be a natural hair influencer. Woo! But that was short-lived because I re- I don't think I was passionate, you know. I liked playing with wigs, so there wasn't a lot of hair tutorials. And sadly, I am a few black women that cannot cornrow. So when motherfuckers was asking me to do my hair and shit, I'm like, eh, you're going to get these Felicia braids and we're going to call it a day. And when I did do my hair, I forgot to record. So there was that inconsistency with content and... I like playing with other people's hair, but these motherfuckers was camera shy. And it's like, no, bitch, I don't want to be in front of a camera. So that's that. And I said, fuck it. I'll take this YouTube channel and make vlogs. Okay. I can be a vlogger. Right. But I party too hard. Right. And I went to Rolling Loud and I had a wig on. 
but my thyroid problem makes me sweat a lot. So four minutes in the marsh pit, glue gone, the edges gone, my wig slipping. I'm glad that my wig never came off though because it would have stayed in the Oakland Fairgrounds, okay? Like, long story short, I didn't peek in my teens. Shit was just hilarious. I just kept saying, I'ma be a bad bitch in college. Just wait, y'all motherfuckers keep sleeping on me, right? But shit, I let it eat. I got that freshman 30, but I tried to go vegan my sophomore year, but I realized that all that soy is just a no for me. It doesn't work. So it made me gain weight instead of lose weight. And so I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So then I go to my doctor and my doctor gives me these weight loss pills, but these weight loss pills are really just caffeine that just got me running like a chicken with my head cut off. So no, at a certain point, I just said, fuck it. I, I always embrace my curves, but now I'm going to do it unapologetically because now I can start buying hot girl shit that fits my size. Like, that's what happens when you can buy some good looking shit that fits your size. Oh, ain't nobody going to tell me shit. <laughs> that's on that, okay? Wearing bright colors, being more apologetic. Like, the shine was coming together. And I was celebrating the fact that I was also done with school. Like, no one could tell me shiitake mushrooms. And that's the beginning of it all, you know? Actually being happy with where you're at right now. Acceptance. All that shit. But bitch, I got too big, okay? And I'll never forget this moment. Because I was at a party with some friends. And if you know, I'm going to shake my ass everywhere I go. See, let me set the scene. Back that ass up is playing. And I'm doing my pre-twerk stretches on the couch. My friends already know it's a whole ritual for me. The camera's getting ready for the main attraction. You already know. I stand up on the couch and here's how it goes. The beat go off. The shy go off. I was too lift to quit. I shake and free for all. Like dead ass. That's how the fuck I go when I'm at parties. And in mid-twerk. Motherfucking couch broke. Pillows sliding off. I fell face down. And everybody just stopped. But I got in that damn plank position. Propped them elbows up. And just kept twerking. Like I still had my shit together. I mean, I was still, my elbow was fucked up. But my friends came and helped me over. And then from that day on, I said, I got to go to the gym. But thank God I lived by one because I was just walking there all the time. Like that's really what I did. For six months straight, I went to the gym. I'd walk to the gym and it's about three miles for me. Do a bunch of weights until I'm drenched in sweat. And then I walk my ass home. I did that for like six months. And it was great for my mental health. You know, you just zone out on a treadmill and ignore the world. Play some music or listen to really grown shit or another podcast. And you don't have to think about anything else. Like I wasn't thinking... I'm here at the gym to lose a bunch of weight. I really just wanted to get toned because I wanted my clothes to fit a little bit baggy because that's the look for us, you know. I'm like, I'm thick, but I'm like, shit, I'm too lit to quit. Anyways, it takes 21 days to make it a habit and 90 to make that shit permanent. So three weeks in, I'm a full-blown gym rat. And you know when you surpass your goal, but you just keep going because it makes you feel good? And then all the fine ass people be in the gym. So that's just another incentive to go. But COVID is just some shit. Like the gym closed and I'm like, what do I do now? I need to exercise part of my week. But I feel like I kind of exercise in phases. Like some weeks I'll do yoga. Some weeks I will just be walking every day and 
maybe do some stretches on the floor. I don't know. But most of the time, I'm really just blasting a bunch of ratchet music around my house and dancing. That's a workout in itself. No, honestly, like in quarantine, I do miss parties. But my thing is, it was a fucking workout by just doing all those dances and shit like that. But I just need to do something. I just need to be active release the energy like I wasn't into sports so I have to just be active in other sorts of ways but once we get free again I'm gonna go into a pole dancing class or just try to get something to get my core tight because that's the way but with the lack of exercise I was like let me eat better so cooking food instead of getting postmates and I had a bunch of shit I could just pop in the microwave in case I was lazy but I can't do diets because the terminology is just too depressing and I just like to eat food that makes me happy. And me being allergic to shellfish and tomatoes, you know, that just cuts out a lot of the shit that you can eat. Like, I can't eat pizza. I can't eat spaghetti. I can't eat shrimp, lobster, crab. It's a sad life, but for me, it's fine. Shit, I'm not complaining. I eat about everything else in moderation, but about four days with meat, three days without. And I love fruit, so that's not a problem. I just had to upscale on the amounts of vegetables I ate, some more salads and all that other shit. Cut out bread and cheese for a minute. And I know what y'all thinking. Tashai, some of the healthiest shit be nasty. I know, sis, I know. But when I'm high, I eat about anything in sight. So I'll just lay a bunch of fruits and vegetables around and wait for the edible to kick in. Yeah, it's bingo. You think I'm Bugs Bunny the way I fuck up a pack of carrots. Like, what is up, doc? Okay. Marijuana has evolved so much that I can't just tell you what strain is the answer to all your problems. It affects everyone differently, but weed helped me lose weight. And it's all about timing. You know, like taking an edible before the gym and my ass is stuck on a treadmill and you know how some treadmills you can watch netflix on them i kid you not then 30 minutes turn to 55 real quick and then certain fruits and vegetables will enhance your high like mangoes sweet potatoes broccoli healthy shit so when i was doing my research to get a better high without buying more expensive weed there is a method to the madness, okay? Like, I'm telling you, really grown shit. When you get broke, you gon' you gonna know, all right? But going back to this whole new look, same shit, I've never been this small in my adult life. So it was a lot of new shit I had to get adjusted to. Like, I had to stop buying oversized clothes thinking I'm gonna grow into them, but really, I'm shrinking. And then Snapchat and social media showing me old photos when I was living my best life, thick and all and happy. But I don't know if this is my grown woman body or the second stage of puberty, but I'm not complaining, okay? You just gotta accept change even when you're not ready for it. But it's this awkward moment when you're in between sizes and the seasons are changing, so you really need to go back and buy clothes, but it's COVID, so you can't try on shit in the store. So I'm over here gambling with shit, and I'm like, no. I gotta buy all these clothes to lounge in the house. I'm not even going nowhere to show the fit. Where I'ma go? The grocery store? The liquor store? And one thing about this new look is that y'all just been bold, okay? Cause there are people who tell me you was fine when you were bigger or you almost perfect. Keep it going. 
for me, it's always been weird to accept compliments because they haven't been genuine. You know, society is fat phobic and they love it when we're black. Like I know when a nigga has a fetish and I know when they just being nice. And the majority of the compliments I would get back in the day were very performative, like what hoteps do. Hello, my beautiful black queen. Looking good, baby mama. Juicy booty. Oh, oh, wait. Girl, you look so good. I just want to take a bite. Ugh, these men are just a menace to society. And they all just gave me backwards compliments. They'll compliment me for being big and looking good. Bitch, I look good, period. I didn't lose weight for other people's approval. A bitch just wanted to twerk on stage in peace. That's it. Also, in 2021, no more undercover chubby chasers. Like, I'm tired of niggas sliding into my DMs with hard eyes instead of liking the motherfucking pictures. Like, that's going to do something for me. But somebody half my size, you commenting on their pictures, sharing their posts. And I'm like, shit, hold up. I'm an influencer too, and you better help me with this motherfucking algorithm. And I started following people on IG with a similar body tone as me, and it's done wonders for my confidence. Like, I don't even think about editing my photos. I'm reminded of how we're all beautiful, and I say this shit in a mirror every day to myself. It's helping, so you should too. Because as we evolve and upgrade, we're, we're so anxious to show people from the past our evolution We want to broadcast our progress. We want to reintroduce ourselves. But you got to leave people behind to push forward. If you on the elevator and motherfuckers are still standing still, don't look down. Because when you do look down, you're not looking towards the blessings ahead. Like for me, one one of the things I had to do in this quarantine was really focus on myself. Like when you're so busy trying to give love to everyone else, I wasn't loving myself. And when you put that same energy towards you, it helps in the long run. So to all the people out there who want to lose weight, gain weight, change your body, don't rush it. It's going to come when you least expect it. And everyone has their prime. So once you get your time to shine, darling, ignore the shade and the ugly ass umbrellas in the way. And if you have weight loss goals in 2021, be realistic and incorporate kindness into your goals. You're not going to lose 100 pounds in a month, so don't set yourself up for self-sabotage when you fail to do so, okay? Our bodies have been processing so much stress and trauma that if we're listening to this podcast and breathing, you Gucci, and if you feel good, you can make great things happen. Take your time, self-care, all that tea and jazz, you know. A healthy you is a happy you. That's the really grown shit. Like, it all starts with acceptance. Loving yourself for what you got. Like, I ain't Tiana Taylor fit. My fupa still exists, but I'm happy where I'm at right now. Shit, I'll be even happier when I get my stimulus. So this season, you're going to be in for a treat. Because I got some shit in the vault, some homies I get to connect with. It's going to be lit. Thank you all. I'll catch y'all next Thursday. Deuces.